When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Jake from the Total Screamers podcast. The Premier League's in full swing, and that means it's time to throw on your club shirt and make sure you don't take a nasty tackle below the waist. Our partners at Manscaped are here so you stay clean and take care of yourself where it matters most. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs with the code SCREAMERS20 at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping on your order. That's SCREAMERS20 at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping on your order. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Total Screamers podcast. My name is Jed and today I'm joined by Paul. Say hello Paul. How's it going? All good, thanks, mate. And I'm joined by Billy. Say hello, Billy. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Oh, very well, mate. Very well. Thank you both for joining me again. Uh, we're back. It's been a while, actually, since we've done a podcast. We've had a quiet time of it recently with the international break, mm. uh, which I'm sure Paul won't, won't want to discuss too much about. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're, uh, quiet international break. <laughs> we're... We're back with uh, another 11 show. Um, we've had the polls running this week and we've got the results now for the best youngsters in the Premier League. Uh, so for this category falls under 23 and under, I've put it for. I think you can class 23 and under as youngsters. Would you agree, lads? Yeah. Yeah. Overall, yes. yeah, definitely. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cracking on then. The goalkeeping position has been won by Ilan Melier of Leeds. 60% of the vote he's won this with. Uh, Robert Sanchez in second with 22%. Keevan Kelleher, I think that's how you say it, Keevan, or Paul will be able to tell us actually. Uh, <laughs> Keevan Kelleher with 10% in third, and then Aaron Ramsdale in fourth with 8%. Um, first question, Paul, did I say that lad's name right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll give you a lesson now. So it's Queevin. Right. Like, how do you get that like from he- that? <laughs> I mean, it's, for those who don't know it, it's spelled Kaomin. So. <laughs> um, you just do, okay, Billy? You just do. So the NH is a V sound, <laughs> being technical about it. And then the rest is, yeah, just self explanatory. Queeveen. You Irish, I Queeveen swear to God. Mental. How you exactly. got that from that Liverpool's, is just incredible. Youngster. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had no chance. I never would have got... I thought of... I knew the MH bit. I am a quarter Irish myself. Yeah. So I knew that. But you got that. The rest yeah, of yeah, it. That was good. No, no way. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> what are your thoughts on the result of the poll, Billy? Um, I'm disappointed, to be honest with you. I don't think he's been that good for Leeds. I think he's had a fair few fumbles. Um... I think a lot of people will say, yeah, but look at how many saves he's made. Well, that's the way Leeds play, isn't it? They concede so many shots. I could be in goal for them and still have that many saves. Um, Personally, 
I went for Robert Sanchez. I think Brighton have been much more solid since he came in. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed with Meslier, to be honest with you. Yeah, I can, I can see what you're saying, mate, to be honest. Leeds, they do invite uh, invite teams onto them at times, don't they, when they're, they're playing that one mm. way. Um, so it's only natural that the keeper's going to have a lot of work to do. Um, I don't think he's a terrible keeper, but like you say, he's made a few mistakes. What do you think about it, Paul? Yeah, I guess it's hard not to disagree with Billy, but like he is still young and he is playing. Mm. It must be tough to play in a team like that where you're conceding so many chances. And obviously, yeah, yeah the more he's chances so young as well. He is, you I could think, see, he's only like, 20 or something. Yeah. So, fair yeah, play yeah, to 21. him. For... Um, so, like, yeah, it's like his, pretty much his first full season, isn't it, in goal? Like, where he's num- number one. Um, so, I think he's done all right. But, yeah, I think there's plenty of room for improvement as well. Um, and then, yeah, with the others, I don't think Ramsdale ever stood a chance <laughs> after getting relegated <laughs> last season. And then he's going to do the same as again, which is a terrible look <laughs> for any player especially a goalkeeper um, and then yeah with Kelleher it's always weird with these keepers who like are kind of bigged up but they're like he's obviously got no chance of becoming number one anytime soon so plenty of potential and he's done alright when he's been called upon but uh, yeah it's be interesting to see what happens with him I, I don't really see him ever playing for Liverpool's number one or not for the next three or four seasons anyway if it does happen yeah, it's, it's always difficult for a young kid coming through a, a big side like that because obviously they've got Alisson in goal, who's one of the most expensive keepers in the world. Um, obviously, they've got Adrian, who's a, the backup keeper, who's still a, you know experienced pro. Um, so it's it's difficult for him. But I mean, he's been given a chance under Klopp that a, a goalkeeper his age normally wouldn't get, potentially. Um, yeah, yeah, fixture congestion and injuries and things like that. So good experience for him. And I think... He's, you know, he's, he's got the potential to have a good career anyway, whether it's at Liverpool or not. Um, it's, it's impressive that he's actually got more of the vote than Aaron Ramsdale, <laughs> who's been an established <laughs> number one for two seasons um, <laughs> in the Premier League. But um, that's the way it goes, isn't it? Like you say, if you can have back-to-back relegations, not many people are going to have mm. confidence in you as the best goalkeeper in a, a poll like this. Um, Melier, I, I think, again, he's got a big future ahead of him. And it's definitely good experience, but you know it's difficult to be fair this position because they are only really like they are really the only keepers in the league who've had any sort of first team experience um, mm. under the age of twenty three or twenty three and under. The rest of the keepers under that age are all like youth kids that are just been given a squad number, but they play for the under twenty threes every week. So, <laughs> uh, so it's <laughs> difficult, but. Um, Melier wins this one and we're going to move on to the right back position uh, which has been won by Trent Alexander-Arnold 41% of the vote he's won this with uh, Reese James was second with 34% James Justin third with 15% and then Aaron Wambasaka fourth with 10% Paul what are your thoughts on this one? Um, I voted for Trent for obvious reasons um, and yeah it's funny he's in the news this week since Southgate dropped him um, and like I don't know <laughs> It's so funny how quickly people forget what he's done, like at such a young age. Um, and then suddenly now that Southgate's dropped him and he's had a, a below par season, um, he's not really worth it anymore. But uh, yeah, I still think he's the best right back here. Um, but this is actually very tough competition as well. Um, mm. Like three players in the top six um, yes. and James Justin as well, actually. So I still think he's the best as he's kind of proven for the past few seasons. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens next season if he can regain his form. But I think the whole like Liverpool's team, like Liverpool's form has just dropped considerably. That is always going to happen. Um, but yeah, still the best right back here for me. Yeah, to be honest, I, I think with the the Southgate stuff, I think there's there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that if we didn't have so much depth at right back, he'd still be in the squad, whether he's having a bad mm. season at Liverpool or not. Um, yeah. It's just unlucky, isn't it, that there's so much competition in that in that position that if one player plays badly, it's like, yeah, so there's, there's people queuing up to take their place in, in the England squad. And that's what's happened to Trent this season, basically. Um, yeah, pretty much. Still a great player. And like you said, he's done so much at such a young age as well. What do you think about it, Billy? Um, I think for me, this was probably one of the easiest yet hardest positions to guess. Cause Trent, he's a fantastic player, isn't he? Um, and, Going from overall Premier League experience, it's not a question as to who 
wins this. But if we're going off this season alone, with James Justin, Reese James, uh, mm. yeah, Reese James, and uh, Aaron Wambasaka, I think out of those four, he comes last, in my opinion, anyway, for this season performances. But overall, it's got it's got to be Trent. I think if I was to critique Trent in any way. I'd say that he needs to do more defensive work and increase his defensive work rate, but he's the definition of a modern fullback, isn't he? Like you don't really need to defend as a modern fullback, but yeah, yeah, he's a hundred percent got to be in here for me. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't think we could have any complaints whether it was Trent or Reese James or James Justin that won the poll. Um, really good options, you know, in in this position, and I, I agree with you, mate. I think he needs to work on the defensive side of his game, but then. You could argue saying, well, he's more of a wing back, really. Um, and it's, it's mm. the way Liverpool's set up and the, the fact that usually they don't have to do as much defending sort of plays into his strength where he can get forward and he can put crosses in. And, you know, it's it's difficult, isn't it, to to weigh that one up? But I think that all the players in the poll are, are really good. I'm impressed with all of them. Reese James, I think, has been the biggest surprise for me this season. Um because there's competition for places at Chelsea and he's done really well to sort of nail down that that spot um, in their starting eleven. So either way, I think I'd be happy with the result. But yeah, I'm happy with Trent in there. The only thing I don't like about Trent is his squad number. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> You're the first choice fullback uh, at Liverpool. You should be wearing number two, not wearing number 66. Uh, I love I'm it. Sure. I love that he's still got the U-team number. I think it's great. Is it a superstition type so- thing? Or he doesn't want to change it. I don't know. Maybe he... I don't... Should change it after this season. Um, I was going to (laughs) say... If it it is a superstition (laughs) thing, it's not working anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, actually, I guess with this one as well, he probably, like, out of those four right-backs, he's definitely, like Billy said, one of the worst defenders in it. Um, But, like, playing for Liverpool, that's not really his main job. And then... Playing for England as well, it's, it's like they play two defensive midfielders and basically five at the back mm-hmm. if you're including the wing back. So like it shouldn't be, it actually shouldn't be the reason you're picking Trent or deciding on your wing back. It should be more to do with your attacking abilities. Because like if you have like Trent on right wing back and then Kyle Walker is the right side at centre back, then you're kind of sorted because Trent will get caught out, but Walker will be there. Mm. Mm. There's method in it, isn't there, in terms of that formation that Southgate plays but I mean that's a whole other debate that we can go into um, what the so method is I have the... no idea <laughs> <laughs> as I said it's a whole it's a whole we could do a whole other show on that alone <laughs> on Southgate's formations and England squad and uh, potentially coming up in the future we might do uh, but I'm going <laughs> to move on to the first centre-back position um, which has been won by Wesley Fafana of Leicester 58% of the vote he's won this with. Joe Gomez was second with 20%. Ben Godfrey third with 19%. And then Pascal Strauch, who got 3%, which I think equates to one vote in this poll, uh, was in fourth. Billy, what do you think about this result? Um, he's a great player. Really like him. He's adapted to the Premier League like a duck to water. Great pace. Reads the game really well. And I think he's certainly got potential to be one of the best in the world, just like his partner, who we'll get onto in a minute. But um, I think <laughs> Joe Gomez, looking at the other options, you've got Joe Gomez and Ben Godfrey. If I'm being honest, I think injuries have cost Joe Gomez this season and um, being turned inside out by Ollie Watkins in his third Premier League game as well probably cost him. <laughs> but uh, Ben Godfrey as well, he's another great player, to be honest with you. But out of these four, I voted for Wesley Fofana and I do agree that he's he should have won. Fair play. I mean, can you argue with that, Paul? No, not on this season at all. Um, Fafana is definitely the best centre back there. Um, an interesting piece of information of the day, actually, about Fafana. He's the fourth most expensive um, French teenager. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great. To, that is a great piece of information of the day. <laughs> do you want to try try guess the top three? The top three most expensive French teenagers. French teenagers. Oh wow. Anthony um, Martial. Martial, yes. Mbappe, yeah, and I can't think of the other one. Dembele, yeah, Dembele, yeah. So he's in good company. So um, he is. Yeah, he's obviously <laughs> got a very bright future ahead of him. Um, and yeah, 
it's frustrating for Gomez because he he will be such a good player. Um, I still can't. Yeah, he's still like it's mad to think he's under twenty three, um, yeah. still so young. So yeah, it's he's been very unlucky with injuries, obviously. Um, so yeah, yeah, I voted for Fofana as well, actually. I think um, had it not been for Joe Gomez's injuries, like if he'd had a full season playing at centre half for Liverpool, I think he probably would have won this one. But um, but I'm happy with Fofana again. Like Billy said, he's talked to the league like a, a doctor water. Um, looks very confident, very solid, and definitely um, doing well for Leicester at the moment at the back. So. No complaints about that one. Um, I like Ben Godfrey as well. I mean, Godfrey's been put on the wing or as, as like a wing back for Everton this season, mm. but he is a centre back by trade, um, which is why I put him in there in that position. But um, yeah, I think Fafan is a good choice. So I'm going to move on to the second centre back poll, um, which has been won by Esri Konsa. Massive smile on Billy's face right now. Uh, <laughs> Plenty exactly of complaints about this one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 58% of the vote Ezri Kons has won this with. Uh, he's beaten Ruben Diaz of Manchester City, <laughs> Ruben Diaz, with 37%. <laughs> um, and then Ben White with 3%. Ozan Kabak with 2% in third and fourth. Uh, Billy, explain yourself, please. Um, I'll, I'll start on the Ruben Diaz bit. He's, he should be in here, but he should have been in the other poll. Um, there's no way that he shouldn't be in this squad, but so should Konza. So there we have it. Um, but <laughs> um, Esri Konza, uh, though, one of the most underrated centre-backs in the Premier League. I'll die on this hill. He's England's best centre-back. And he's certainly better than Mings as well, who will be going to the Euros. But um, yeah, as... And he's already... Uh, just penned another five-year deal with Aston Villa, which is massive because he's so good. And he's just one of those players that like, you just enjoy watching. He just reads the game brilliantly. I just love him. He's, he's an incredible player and I'm being serious here. He will go really, really far. He's so good. <laughs> I think that, uh, that new five-year deal, they've just done that so they can get an extra few million out of uh, a bigger club that's going to come in for it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> not where we're playing, cha- question, not where we playing Champions League in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Who do you think he's going to go to, Billy? Financial fair play is being scrapped. We love to hear that. So we've got some of the richest owners in the league I think third or fourth or something like that we're doing a full Man City title charges on you heard it here first (laughs) (laughs) oh do you know what mate if if it does happen uh, then fair play (laughs) Paul what are your thoughts on this one mate you've been shaking your head Um, throughout (laughs) how do you sleep at night Billy rigging this poll like this beautifully absolutely beautifully uh, what more can be said I think yeah about Diaz I think you were the one going on about Diaz a few weeks ago about how how great a player yeah. he was absolutely. if I remember correctly and that's, that's, um, that's why he should have yeah. been in the other poll yeah I don't think this poll was a fair fight um, I was looking through the numbers for each individual poll and you could see there's a lot more voting going on in any Aston Villa related uh, <laughs> poll so I feel sorry for Diaz <laughs> Um, I hope he, do- he doesn't let it get to him because um, I definitely think he should have won the poll. And yeah, to have such a good season in your first season and then like, ju- yeah, win the league so comfortably. It's not all down to him, obviously, but a big part of it in him and him and Stone's partnership at the back. So yeah, we'll, we'll just chalk this up as a rigged poll and move on, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, think I mean, there's no, hide- there's no like- hiding behind that Diaz has got to be in here somewhere but it's just a shame that he was put in the same poll as Ezri Konza I think I I think I remember Jed saying that he did it to shithouse a Konza win I think as well wasn't it <laughs> I thought that uh, Konza wouldn't win if I put him in with Diaz <laughs> <laughs> never I've underestimate the power of Aston Villa <laughs> <laughs> I've been proven very very wrong mate uh, we're going to move on to the left-back position now, which has been won uh, quite comprehensively by Kieran Tierney. Uh, 85% of the vote he's got. Jamal Lewis was third, uh, sorry, was second with 7%, and then joint third, Tyrick Mitchell and uh, Brandon Williams with 4% each. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one, Billy? 
Um, no contest. Absolutely no contest. And this was, we've mentioned it before, but this was one of those that you could have just put away and said, locked it off and said that it's going to Kieran Tierney and no one would have complained. <laughs> He's He already looks like he should be Arsenal's captain. He's got a brilliant left peg on him and he's so passionate to play football as well. That's what I like about him. He just looks so passionate every time he goes out. I I just really like him and 100% he's got to be in here. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree, mate. Um, I think that Kieran Tierney, he's just, he's just a leader. He's a, a warrior on the pitch. He gives you that sort of impression. And yeah, to be honest, the poll wasn't really necessary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't disagree with that at all. Um, He's just a really likable player. He's just, yeah, so passionate. And uh, I think I saw an interview with him a while ago and I think the reporter was like, oh, how, like, you've moved down to London or whatever and you must love it. It's a huge city, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, no, I, I don't go out. Like, basically his whole, his whole life is football, <laughs> which is like, as a fan of Arsenal, you're obviously <laughs> chuffed when you hear that sort of stuff. Um, but you could definitely imagine, like, he, he seems to have just no interest in you know anything other than football and uh, playing well for Arsenal? Yeah, he he should be their captain. Actually, um, I'd say he's very close to it. And yeah, I think I don't know. It, I don't think Arsenal are going anywhere. So someone else should buy him. Feel sorry for him. Stuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> I think he can drag Arsenal into the Europa League himself. <laughs> Down that left hand side. No, I, I really like him. I've always been impressed with Kieran Tierney. To be honest, um, since he came to the Premier League. He's been brilliant. Obviously, he was doing doing a good job at Celtic as well um, to break through there at a young age. And he's definitely got a big future ahead of him. Um, still, obviously, under 23. I think he is 23 or 22, something like that. Um, but still got plenty of time at the top ahead of him. Um, no contest, as you said, Billy. Uh, moving on to the right midfield position. Uh, it's been won by a teammate of Kieran Tierney's, uh, Bakayo Saka. 48% of the vote he's won this with. Um, Pedro Neto <laughs> who's got a few fans out there on Twitter as we discovered <laughs> yesterday um, came second with 39% uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi uh, in third with 12% and then poor Musa Gineppo, um got 1% of the vote which I think I'd say is one vote <laughs> the guy, <laughs> um, Paul, the guy who voted for Gineppo is definitely that fellow who wanted <laughs> Carl Walker-Peters in, in one of the polls <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a while back, wasn't it? Walker Peter. I can't even remember which which episode yeah. that was for, but obviously you didn't I make can't it remember. Yeah, I'm trying to think poll. what that poll was. But yeah, I can't remember. Um, um I voted for Saka. Um Oh yeah, yeah, that was it actually. Um yeah, but yeah, I voted for Saka. He is definitely like at such a young age to be like Arsenal's go to man is very impressive. And like obviously this season broke into the English team as well. Um, and yeah, just a quality player to watch. Very exciting on the ball and always very direct, which is good to see. But yeah, some like really high quality in this poll. Um, I think Hudson Odoi is definitely still developing and a little bit off where Tuchel definitely wants um, him to be. And then yeah, Neto. I like. I haven't really watched him that often, but obviously he's a good player um, and has some huge fans on Twitter as well, which is. Which is nice to see, I guess. I, like, I wouldn't be going out of my way to complain about this, about Saka winning the poll, but like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think saying Neto yeah, deserves definitely. it over Saka is a bit of a stretch, isn't it? Um, but, you know, he's still a good player, though. Uh, what do you think, Billy? Um, yeah, I've spoken about Saka before. I absolutely love the bloke. Um, this, I really believe that the sky's the limit for him. And I genuinely really hope that he fulfills it. Um, but he's so versatile as well, isn't he? He can play anywhere. You've seen him play left back, left wing. I've seen him play in the centre, right wing. He could just play anywhere. And because of that, I mean, you've got the typical football Twitter people who just look at stats and he's not going to be one of their favourite players because of that. But he's just <laughs> such a good player all round, isn't he? He can do everything. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's he's just... So forward thinking, or whenever he gets on the ball, mm. he just he, he makes things happen. He runs at people. He causes problems. Um, whether he's playing at, at wing back on the left or whether he's playing on the right hand side 
you know, midfield for Arsenal. Um, I personally see him as a, a winger rather than a, a wing back. I mean, I think he's done a job there, hasn't he? But you know, <laughs> yeah, you've, got to, you've got to let him just you know go forward. You've got to let him mm. play on the right wing. Um, that's his position for me. So uh, he's just he's brilliant. I, I think he's got a massive future ahead of him. Only nineteen as well, um, and he's already. Arguably, Arsenal's best. He's younger than me. This season, That's just mental for me. He's younger than me by a few <laughs> yeah. months. Yeah. There's a feeling. There's a feeling that you you don't really get over <laughs> when <laughs> the best uh, talent in the Premier League is younger than you. <laughs> it's so like it's it's so good to see a, a good you know a youngster coming through though and being given the opportunities he's he's been given at Arsenal um, and and holding down that position really because it doesn't happen very often in the Premier League mm. like Paul said though I think Hudson Odoi at Chelsea um, is another one who's going places but not quite the finished article yet um, so he's still got some work to do but he's still you know, going to be a, a good player for them I think going forward um, and yeah Neto as well I, I like him I think he's been a star for Wolves this season um, yeah definitely but he's not he's not as good as Bukayo Saka though no way no way no <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to move on to the first centre midfield position, um, which has been won by Mason Mount, 34% of the vote. Uh, he beat Declan <laughs> Rice, his best mate, in second with 26. Uh, Yuri T. Elements in third with 25%, and then Martin Odegaard in fourth with 15%. Um, I, I voted for Tielemans. I think he's a far better player than Mount and Rice, and I'd actually go as far to say that there was some English bias in this poll as well. <laughs> And yeah, I just think Tielemans is just such a tidy player and one of those players who seems to make Leicester tick. Like if they're missing him, they're missing one of their best players and a lot of the ball seems to go through him. And when he's having a good day, like Leicester are some team. Um, and then, yeah, I think actually with Odegaard as well, I kind of I really hope he stays with Arsenal. He seems to like have nailed down a position already and another one who can pick that pass when it's needed. So, yeah, I really hope he stays and stays in the Premiership because he's kind of, yeah, he's had a hard time like going to Real and not really developing as quickly as they wanted him to. Um, but, yeah, I just, yeah, I, like Mount, Rice is actually improving a lot, I think, and Mount is too, but just so overhyped still, like so overhyped. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts, Billy? Um, it's probably the hardest one to call, that's for sure. I think they all deserve to be in here. I love Martin Odegaard. I think he's a great player. Um, Yuri Tielemans has been one of my favourite players to watch this season. I've loved watching Leicester. They're just a fantastic team to watch, aren't they? Um, and he's, as Paul said, he's been a massive part of that. Um, Declan Rice has improved massively this season and should be playing alongside Mount at the Euros. But, Mason Mount is just a workhorse, isn't he? He can just play anywhere in the middle, defensive, box-to-box, attacking mid, and even sometimes off the left if he needs to. He can do it all, and he's so important to Chelsea as well, as we as we saw today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I'd agree with you about Mount being one of their most important players. I think that um, everything seems to go through him when he's on the pitch. For them, mm. no matter whether he is playing in in a different role, like you say, whether he's sitting in the number ten or if he's playing a more box to box role, um, and he's a goal threat as well for Chelsea, which has has been a big thing for them. Obviously, with players like Werner not really firing, um, mm. it, it's been he's been a godsend for them this season. Really, um, I I haven't really got any issue with him being in here. I think any of these players, certainly not. had they got in, I'd have been happy with because I think that they're all good players. Like T. Elements, as as Paul mm. was saying, really good player, and I think he's really stepped up as well when the likes of Madison and and Vardy haven't performed for Leicester this season on the you know the odd occasion that that's happened. Um Declan Rice again is a, a great player. Um he's gonna be a, a, a massive player going forward um you know in his career because defensive midfielders obviously are more hard to come by I say than than other mm. positions and if you get a good defensive midfielder in there it's it's such a a useful player to have. Yes, so I really like him. Then, and really. Martin Odegaard. Oh yeah, definitely. Could definitely. Um you you have that sort of player in the Makalele role. Um then yeah. you build on that. It's a it's a good way to go. And, and Martin Odegaard at Arsenal, I agree with Paul. I hope he stays there. Um I've been wanting to see him in the Premier League for a, a while to be fair because he's 
he's been bigged up for so long, hasn't he? Has been one of those players. <laughs> yeah, like he's exactly. been a wonder kid to, forever. Wasn't it like, like seventeen or something? He moved to Real Madrid. Yeah, I think it was sixteen. Yeah. 16, I think he was 16 when they signed him. Yeah. Something ridiculous. Like, so it feels like he's, he's been around for spells. ages. Yeah, literally. Like he's, he's had a few loan spells, I think, hasn't he? I think he's played in, in Holland. Um, yeah, yeah. He played on yeah. loan in Spain as well. And and now, obviously, he's on loan at Arsenal. Um, I, I mean, I can't see Real Madrid wanting to let him go, really. But like it depends on how, how well he does, I guess, um, when he goes back there. But I've, I've always liked him um, since he was ever... Since he was put into football manager as a wonder kid back in the day, like he used to go on to be uh, an absolute star. So hopefully he can live up to that, and hopefully he'll be doing that in the prem. Um, but yeah, I've personally I've got no issues with Mason Mount being in here as the one who's won the poll. Um, moving on to the second central midfield position, uh, it's been won by Phil Foden of Manchester City. Sixty-one percent of the vote he's won this with. Uh, Douglas Louise came second with twenty-nine percent, um, and then. A tie for third between Christian Pulisic and Emil Smithrow at 5%. You weren't able to rig this poll, Billy, no? Oh, you didn't didn't bother trying? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't bother trying, to be honest with you. I've got no complaints with this one. (laughs) The only thing is, I couldn't believe Douglas Louise was under 23. I'd I'd just presumed he was like 26 or 27. yeah, <laughs> you, like, you think that about him, don't you? You think he's like he's had a career playing for like <laughs> yeah, Shakhtar exactly. or something for ten years. So. Um, yeah, you can't really complain about this one, can you? Like, phone just seems to have gone to a different level um, this season. Like he had that standout game against Liverpool, um, and yeah, he's not a guaranteed starter, I guess, for England yet, but he's definitely close to it. Um, yeah, really impressed with his development this season. Um, I wonder, is it easier for like a player like him to come in, like? just play when there's no crowds there. I'd say it's a lot less pressure on you when you're young and when you're English. Whereas next season it'll be different. I wonder mm. what it'll be like for him, especially if he has like a really good Euros or something like that. Um, but yeah, obviously he's got he's got all the talent, doesn't he? Oh yeah, definitely. Do you know what? I think he's probably one of those players that wouldn't struggle if there was a big crowd anyway. I think he's that, yeah. he's that kind of player who just backs himself. He's got confidence. He knows how good he is. And he'll just go and, and, and he plays football like he's, oh, yeah. he's playing he's so the good street, doesn't he? Um, yeah. Which I think is great. Yeah, massive, massive talent. Um, and as I say, he's gonna be, yeah, I think he's going to have a, a huge career as well, like a lot of these players will. Um, Billy, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, as I said, no complaints at all. Obviously, I love Douglas Louise. Um, <laughs> I saw him before he moved to uh, Villa. He was actually playing for Girona over here in Spain, which is literally like 20 minutes away from me. And I, I actually remember going to a Girona game with a couple of my friends and I was saying, who's that Douglas in the middle? He looks, he was just the best player on the pitch. Anyway, he's at Villa now. <laughs> Love the bloke. But yeah, you can't, you can't not have Phil Foden in here, can you? <laughs> I was just so after that game in Girona, Billy got on the phone to Dean Smith. <laughs> Absolutely, like, Dean, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> just seen this. Line. You have no idea what you're missing out on here, Dean. We've so got a proper good proper good central <laughs> defensive midfielder. It's exactly what we need. Get him over here. And there's a reason he listened to me. Chief Scout. <laughs> Aston Villa Chief Scout in Barcelona. <laughs> You heard it. He certainly, he certainly <laughs> is a very good player, to be fair. He is a very good player. And like Paul said, it's hard to believe he's still like under 23 because he just mm. he just has that vibe of a player who's like yeah, pushing really 30, does. 32 now. Like, <laughs> I don't like... But he's not. He's so far away from it. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, just a nod to the other players in the poll. Uh, Emma Smith-Rowe, I've been really impressed with at Arsenal. Um, still coming onto the scene really for them isn't he I think next season will be a bigger season for him um, and then Christian Pulisic at, uh, at Chelsea hasn't really done it this season I mean he's been sort of hot and cold I think mm. he's again, he's more of a winger to start team. with anyway <laughs> well I mean we had this debate obviously in the group <laughs> chat in my head I saw him playing through the middle and I was like Do you know what we play four four two. he's going to be in the, mid- the central midfield pole um, but wherever he plays he's going he's gonna to have a good future anyway I think Mm. Um, anything to add on this one before we move on to the next position, lads? Um, just the way that the pet, the way that Pep brought him through as well. Um, 
It was, he was having so many critics just saying like, let him go out on loan, let him play some football. And then mm. look at him now, he's such, he's potentially a future Palon d'Or winner. I'd seriously believe that. He's just so, so good, isn't he? Phil Ferdinand, yeah. I mean, I mean that's a really big shout out, future Palon d'Or winner. Um, but, you know, it, it could happen. It could happen. I mean, when there's the likes of Haaland and Mbappe and that playing in, in Europe, I mean... Mm-mm. I don't know if he's he's at that level yet, but yeah, potentially but going. You know, once De Bruyne starts to drop off a bit, Phil Foden is mm. being perfectly pushed into that role. So I personally, I don't see why not, especially if he continues on the wave that he is at the minute. I certainly think he's going to be up there for a long time. I mean, I'd love to see him go on and, and hit those sort of heights. And yeah, definitely will be up there for, for a long period of time. Um, Brilliant player. Moving on to the next position on the left midfield, uh, Harvey Barnes has won this with 79% of the vote. No one really came close. Dwight McNeil came second with 11%. Dan James in third with 7%. And then Stephen Bergwine in fourth with 3%. Uh, Billy, what are your thoughts on Harvey Barnes? Um, Fantastic player. Uh, Another one that I've spoken about before. Um, he's had a fantastic goal scoring season this season. I was gutted for him when he had that big injury and it looks like he could potentially miss out on the Euros because of it. Um, but yeah, he won by a landslide and deservingly so. Another really good player. Yeah, I do. Um, Agree with that Yeah, Paul. he's had a really good season actually and yeah, devastated for him that he got injured because he was really pushing for a place in the squad. Um, but yeah, with the others, there isn't that much competition Daniel James has improved recently, but him and Bergwijn are really, really just like always on the bench. The odd game, they come on or start. Um, and yeah, actually, Dwight McNeil's good, really good. And obviously still young, but seems to be like the player they go to for at Burnley for a bit of creativity when they need it. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens with him because I think he used to, he either used to play for City or played for United. So he's obviously got some like talent. Um so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens with his career. But yeah, Harvey Barnes definitely should have won this. Yeah, to be honest, I've I, got no complaints with Harvey Barnes winning this and winning it by a landslide as well. And um, like you both said, the injury that he's picked up has come at the worst time for him. Because uh, I think he probably would have had a call up for the, the latest in, you know, round of internationals. Um so it's a real shame that he's he's missed out on that. If he is fit for the Euros, um, I would take him 100%. I think I wouldn't start him, but can you imagine bringing him on with 20 minutes to go and, you know, yeah, bringing him on to terrorise defenders and just run at them? <laughs> like, it would be like, it, that. that is a substitution that like it would just be fantastic for England to, mm. to be able to make, uh, you know, in a, a tournament environment if we are you know, pushing for a goal. Um, he's definitely a massive talent and like we said no complaints with him being on here so going to move on to the uh, first centre forward poll um, which is quite close actually it's been won by Richarlison uh, with 37% in the vote Mason Greenwood came second with 35% um, so very close Tammy Abraham then in third with 24 and Adamola Luckman in fourth with 4% of the vote Paul what are your thoughts on this what one? is Luckman doing in this poll <laughs> <laughs> Those are my initial <laughs> thoughts. Um, thank God he only got four percent. Like, uh, I actually I voted for Greenwood. Um, I but like yeah, Richarlison's another one who you can't believe is under twenty three. Um, but yeah, de- definitely deserves to win it. Like to, he kind of has a bit of a thankless role whenever I watch Everton. Like he has to do a lot of running and is kind of like obviously playing second fiddle a bit to Calvert Lewin. Um, but Ancelotti obviously trusts him and he starts most games. Whereas Greenwood, uh, yeah, he's had a bit of an up and down season, hasn't he? Um, he doesn't really start at all these days, but he definitely has the quality too. And then, yeah, Abraham, I think everyone was buzzing about him last season. But it, yeah, it hasn't really happened this season at all, has it for him? Yeah, I think it's a difficult one for Tammy Abraham with the signings that Chelsea made sort of keeping him out of the team um, but I mean it's sort of it begs the question like how well is he actually doing in training if Timo Werner's starting ahead of him and he's not scored for you know however long for Chelsea um, like 
<laughs> you've got like if you're Tammy Abraham there, you'd be thinking, you know, this is my chance to nail down a, a starting place. But uh, what are your thoughts on this one, Billy? Um, regarding Tammy Abraham, he's in my opinion, he's not good enough. And I thought that even when he was at Villa, to be honest with you, um, he was a great player, scored 26 goals for us in the championship while he was here, but he was so wasteful of the chances. And I was glad that we didn't sign him going in our first season back in the Premier League, because when you look at the chances that we would have made for him compared to the chances that Tammy, uh, he would have received at Chelsea. He, there's a reason he scored 13 or however many goals it was last season because they did. Chelsea didn't have another option, really. Um, but you look at some of the chances I saw, it was like a three-minute video last season at the end of the season of just really easy chances that he missed. And for someone who's supposedly got so much potential... You can't you can't be missing chances like that. And my Billy, point has you been do that often? proven with Lampard leaving him out. <laughs> Just go onto YouTube what? and look up videos of missed chances. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just sort of scrolling on Twitter. It was just, just sort of scrolling of on Twitter that didn't turn into goals. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what an interesting one is, though. It's like fifty chances that haven't been completed from Jack Grealish passage. <laughs> just highlights the fact why he's so good again. <laughs> I don't even want to. Uh... To think about how long the missed chances video would be for Coventry <laughs> City this season. Um, <laughs> that's, a really, that's like a really interesting take on on Tammy Abraham. To be fair, like he seems to me like a player who, when he gets himself in the positions, he can score. Doesn't always score, but he scores enough for him to be able to still play in the Premier League. If that makes sense, mm. like. He hasn't been. I think for a bottom half team, he could be. A re- yeah, I think for a bottom half team, he could be a real good player. But for what Chelsea are looking for, and for mm. what Villa are looking for, because there's a lot of fans of Villa fans now saying that they want to supposedly bring him home, because apparently he was born in Birmingham and has been a lifelong Villa fan. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, for what Chelsea are looking for, and for what Villa are looking for, he just doesn't suit it, in my opinion. And I. If Villa could get a good deal for him, 20 million maybe, then yes, I would take it. But I think Chelsea will probably be looking for a bit more than that. Probably, yeah. I mean, I can see him moving somewhere else in the Premier League. Um, Potentially, I mean, at the the end of the season. It's a shame because it looked like last season he was going to push on. But then obviously they Mm. brought in all these other players and it's just just the Chelsea way, isn't it? Unfortunately. (laughs) Um, what What are your thoughts on the... The winner of the poll, Richarlison, and then uh, Mason Greenwood in second. Like Paul said, it feels like Richarlison's been around forever. And I was looking up uh, um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin's age, and the fact that Richarlison is younger than him is just mental to me. Because it feels like (laughs) Calvert-Lewin's just burst onto the scene all of a sudden. And then... You look at you look at Richarlison. He's been here for what four or five years. It feels like now. <laughs> Obviously, had his time at Watford as well before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it does feel like he's been around for so long. Um, you can't believe he's only he is twenty three. So he's just about made it into the poll. But Calvert Lewin, I think, is twenty four. So he didn't he didn't mm. count. Um, but it's I find it I find it really hard to believe because Richarlison just looks older than 23 as well no, he looks <laughs> he at really least does. 27 28 does, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is no, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, I was really shocked when I seen his I, I was obviously looking up the players to put in the poll and I saw his date of birth and I was just like me and him were born in the same year like, it's ridiculous <laughs> like, he looks way older I mean I feel like a 45 year old man sometimes like <laughs> internally <laughs> But like externally, he looks like he's a lot closer to it than me. Yeah, it's really yeah. Weird. say that to the Richarlison, if you are listening, um, you look well old, mate. <laughs> um, Mason Greenwood, Paul touched on, it's been a bit up and down as well this year. I think things were going well for him until the. England international break in Iceland yeah. 
And then after and that, played a everything happened with that. It seems to have knocked his confidence a little bit. Um, and I mean, obviously he's made a mistake in doing what he did at the time. So did mm. Phil Foden and whoever else was involved in it. Um, Greenwood seems like he hasn't really bounced back yet, uh, but I do back him to bounce back from it. I think once he gets a couple more goals under his belt, potentially next season for United, go on and be a big player for them. He's still very young as well. Obviously, still only about 19. So, yeah. he's obviously highly rated as well because um, he only lost out by 2% in this this poll to the ancient Richarlison. <laughs> 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 I can imagine Richarlison's going to be one of those players in like 10 years. He's still... He goes away from the Premier League and then he comes back and everyone's going to be like, why have they signed Richarlison? He's about 40. <laughs> and he's like, no, he's only he's only 33. <laughs> a bit like Ryan Babble he's when he rocked around. up in Fulham last, exactly, <laughs> last <yeah>. time. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe he's still playing. <laughs> um, I'm going to move on before I upset Richarlison anymore. Um, he's probably switched off now. Um <laughs> The uh, the second centre forward and the last pole of uh, of this eleven, Marcus Rashford has dominated this one. Seventy three percent of the vote he's won this with. Uh, Gabriel Jesus came second with eighteen percent. Fabio Silva in third with six percent, and then Eddie and Katia I think got one vote, three percent in fourth <laughs> place. Uh, Paul, what are your thoughts on Marcus Rashford? Um, yeah, with this poll, first thing was yeah, I couldn't believe Jesus is under twenty three. <laughs> Maybe it's just something I don't think about, but I thought he was like 20. Yeah. It's the Brazilians. It's the I Brazilians. I thought he was 25 or 26. Richarlison, Jesus and Douglas Luiz yeah. now. <laughs> just something about them. Um, but yeah, yeah, like I think Rashford was always going to win this. Um, so yeah, don't think anyone complain, can complain about that. And then, yeah, with Jesus, I'll wonder what will happen next season now that Aguero isn't going to be around because like Jesus's goals per game ratio it's like mm. decent and a lot of his appearances are sub appearances and um, so I think he's a yeah very good player but um yeah he's not yeah he's not as good as um Aguero or um Rashford um so yeah I wonder where his career will go yeah I th- with, with Jesus it's a weird one isn't it because there's been times this season when Man City have opted to play with no centre forward ahead of mm. Jesus. Um, so it's sort of like he's a good player, but is he the world class like centre forward that he maybe could be or or Man City need in that team? Yeah, probably not. It's a strange one, isn't it? But you know, he's still only young, despite, <laughs> despite how how old, how much older he looks. Um, I mean, so so he's still got plenty of uh, plenty of football to be, to play in his career. What do you think about this one, Billy? Um, yeah, for me, Marcus Rashford just had to be in here. This did, uh, didn't he? <laughs> um, not only for his on the field performance, but what he's done off it as well. Um, it's just incredible. Um, but touching on some of the other um candidates, if you like, Fabio Silva, um. I think I think Wolves paid 35 million for him after he'd played 12 games and scored one goal for Porto. Um so I think some <laughs> something dodgy's going on there but the oh, injury no, to Jimenez manager. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the injury to Jimenez obviously didn't help him just kind of bunged into the team without any first team experience it would have been hard for anyone really. Um and I think Wolves were probably trying to ease him in gently to Premier League life and he was just shoved into it, kind of rabbit in the headlights yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, Rashford's got to be in here for me. <laughs> yeah, we, we spoke about Fabio Silva on the pod before, like when we've been speaking about Wolves. Um, and it is that kind of, if Jimenez was fit, he would have nowhere near as much football as what he's had this mm. season. You know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be like this, <laughs> uh, but hopefully, hopefully, he'll, you know, he uses the experience to his advantage because no, he's still he's shown what he's about. Um, he's, he puts himself in the right positions. I think with a bit more time and experience, he, he finishes a lot more chances than what he has done so far this season. Um, so credit to him, and you know, 
he has been class on football manager for <laughs> last season especially <laughs> um and this year as well so he's got a big uh, big potential um i personally i think that rashford is is the obvious choice though for the winner of this one um such a good a good player um Again, another one that feels like he's been around forever because he came through the, into the United team at such a young age um, and really mm-hmm. burst onto the scene. And, and he's been one who's sort of maintained his position throughout um, and has really established himself now as, as like one of the main men at United, which is, is really good. And I think going forward, he, he will be their sort of talisman. I can't see him ever... You know, I can't picture him playing for another club. No, I, I, just, no, I don't think I, he I feel like he's going to be one of those, those one-club men. Um, and I think that that's obviously a really good trait to have for a footballer in, in the modern day. It's all fun and games um, until it comes to Jack Grealish and then you're all trying well. to push him away from Villa. <laughs> but Rashford's at a big club already, so it's different. <laughs> if I speak, I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, right, boys. Um, that brings us to the end of the eleven. Um been a good been a good episode for you talking points we're going to go to our normal questions now um at the end of every 11 show it's it's quite difficult to find a manager out there who's under 23 um so (laughs) so the question's not really relevant sports social podcast network step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.